0: Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Ms. Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities, and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. This is our 100th episode. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. So you guys know that I started this podcast a hundred episodes ago and I don't look at the numbers, but in preparation for this episode, I went and I looked at the numbers and I can give you some highlights. I can't believe, I feel like I need a um, party um, blower or something so that I could have some noise. I'm going to add some sound effects or something, but I can't believe I'm at the hundredth episode. Um, and that we've had 4,500 downloads. I don't even know if that's a good number or not, but four is always a good number for me. Um, So 4,500 totally works. And I can't believe that there are 4,500 downloads. Our most listened to episode this year was episode, or not even this year, since the 100 episodes, is episode 30, What is Deferred Compensation Plan? Um, a four fifty seven plan. So, um, I guess you educators, especially New York City educators, you, um, we have a, a wonderful four o three b, which we refer to as our TDA. But then we have deferred comp, which is a four fifty seven. Educators all over the country also have access to a four fifty seven. It is a retirement plan for state employees, and so as um, city or county employees. Um, most uh, public school educators are eligible for a 457. And so I, that was our highest one last year when we did our um, 52nd episode, our highest listened to episode was episode three with Erica Jordan Thomas about starting um, a business. And she has a great business um, where she helps education start their high, their side hustle, their consulting business. So yeah, it's the, I'm going to probably say it's the hundredth episode a million times during recording this episode. Cause I can't believe like when I started this podcast, you know, it was during COVID and I really just wanted to get to 52 episodes. Like I'm all about consistency and structure and that sort of thing, but it was like, important to me. It was also a challenge to me to get to one full year of episodes because most podcasts go away after eight episodes and we are way past eight episodes. Um, and I don't get paid for this. I'm a solo podcaster. So there's like no machine behind me making sure like all this stuff gets done. I definitely have a, um, a partner, I'm going to call him, um, that helps me and keeps me motivated in doing this podcast. And when I mean a partner, not a romantic partner, but like a podcasting partner who really helps me with um, posting my IG, um, supporting some of the topics, uh, that sort of thing. And so it's really nice to have someone that you can, that's willing to listen to, you know, something that you want to do that you may not even believe yourself that you can do. And that just kind of takes me into like some of the lessons that I've learned over the past hundred episodes. So as I alluded to, having someone who believes in you and is just like, yeah, you can do this. (laughs) You need that person and that person makes the hundred episodes possible. And so some of the lessons that I've learned over these hundred episodes and you can go back and listen to the 52nd episode is just do it. I will continue to say that it sounds like like trite, like, yeah, it sounds it's easy, but truly Nike was on to something. The older I get, the more I realize how important that that little slogan is like, just do it. I procrastinated over starting this podcast. It took me two years to start it and it didn't take two years because it's that difficult to start a podcast. It took two years because I had imposter syndrome. I had analysis paralysis. I am naturally a procrastinator. It's interesting. I know if you listen to this podcast, you're probably like, you're always talking about planning. I definitely plan. I am a planner, but I am also a procrastinator. I don't know. It's worked for me all these years, but I definitely procrastinate um, as I plan. And I know the biggest hurdle the two things that really, really hampered me from starting this was like, who am I to do a podcast about teachers and money? Now, who I am is I'm a teacher who um, has over a million dollar net worth on a teacher salary, right? So I'm an educator. I've I've been able to do that. Um, I actually was able to purchase a brownstone in Brooklyn at the height of the market, like as on a $65,000 salary. So I have the experience to do it. But because of that imposter syndrome, I also went and became a, um, accredited financial counselor. Cause I wanted to make sure that the information that I was giving you wasn't just about my experience and just telling you guys some crazy stuff. Um, in true teacher fashion, true black woman fashion. I went and got her certificate to say, like, not only am I telling you this stuff, I'm certified to tell it to you too. But just doing it is really important. The other thing that I learned is like the consistency. I think I may have paid for one ad in these hundred episodes. It might have cost five dollars. I know nothing about marketing and my I guess I'm going to call him my podcasting partner or my podcasting supporter. He was like, Ms. Black, you should just, let's just try it. Let's just see what happened. Again, I don't look at the numbers. So I don't even know if we got anything out of doing that little ad on Instagram for $5, but Hey, we tried it. So in that staying consistent is really important. We put out an episode every week and sometimes it is a challenge. I did mention that I'm a procrastinator. And sometimes on Fridays, especially this past summer, I would be recording the podcast before I went to work on Friday morning so that it could be uploaded and published on Friday afternoon. But I am and have been committed to getting an episode out every week. And I've done that for a whole hundred weeks. Like, who can believe it? Because it's the 100th episode. Um, the other thing that I've learned is to give myself some grace, right? So, you know that this, if you've been a listen, a listening for a while, or if you're going back to those early episodes, they were all interviews. Like, I wanted to do this podcast as an interview podcasts. One, because I like talking to people. Two, there's so many different ways to achieve um, financial independence or staying in the Black. And so having hearing other educator stories to me was really important. It's really important to say like, the way Ms. Black did it may not work for you, but there are all these other educators who have these side hustles that may work for you. And so hearing, and if you're kind of like, I don't know what to do, listening to their stories may say, hmm, that might work for me. Let me explore that a bit more. So it used, you know, so it was heavily on the interview. And I say give yourself grace because I've referred to this being the year of my heart several times. My heart is my son. And this the 2021. 2022 academic year was his senior year. And trying to navigate senior year, navigate, you know, going back into school buildings, coming out of a pandemic, it was a lot, there was a lot of challenges there. And so I just had to give myself grace. And that meant you know, what was important was being consistent in putting out episodes. And if the format changed, it may speak more to people. I don't know. But I had to give myself the grace to do that and not say, you know, you started as an interview podcast, so you have to continue to be an interview podcast. Like, I had to give myself some grace. And so whenever you're starting a new endeavor, or even if you are sustaining an, an, an endeavor, give yourself some grace. Like, You're doing the best that you can with what you have and you're exploring and you're learning new things. And it can be painful um, mentally and physically, depending on what you are working on to put yourself out in a way that you aren't necessarily known for or where you want to establish yourself in a new field or in a new way. So just do it. Stay consistent, give yourself grace. And then this kind of ties in with both the, the next one kind of ties in with both the staying consistent, giving yourself, well, this, I think this one I'm going to share, I'm going to call it like the master, the master P theory. Um, One thing you guys may not know about me is that I love hip hop. It is a challenge for me. I didn't know. I don't necessarily know how to incorporate it in my brand of Miss Black, but I love hip-hop music. I love the stories of hip-hop CEOs and um, how they got to where they are, because I just love the hustle, right? I just, I, I love the hustle, and most of them aren't coming from established, well-established financial backgrounds where people were just giving them money. They were, and I guess, cause they're from New York, a lot of them from, you know, Brooklyn, I, I identify with that, but Master B who was from, you know, Texas, he had, there was a wonderful documentary on him on BET. And the things that I took away from that documentary was Master P had put out 20 to 30 albums before his First major hit. And he said he knew that his albums weren't necessarily good, but he figured if he kept putting them out, they would get better. And he would probably and he would finally figure out the way and who he was musically. He just thought like he had something to say. Um, and he could support other artists who wanted to have something to say. So he just put out the albums, kind of like how I just put out these episodes to you know, until he figured out and figured out like what was the no limit sound. The other thing that he shared in the documentary that I thought was really helpful, and I'm trying to find the like this balance in trying to expand this podcast, and not necessarily expand the podcast, but monetize the podcast, is he was looking for a record deal and in looking for a record deal he had turned like a million dollar deal down and his brother asked him like you know it's a million dollars why are you turning it down and he said like let's think about this if they're willing to offer us a million dollars we're probably worth much more than that like that was huge right for him to not just say I'm going to take this because it was more money than I've ever seen at one time. He was, he, he thought like a businessman. And he said like, if they're willing to pay me a million dollars, I'm probably worth like 10 times that. So he believed in himself and he sought out expert help. So the thing that he also did and that he also shared in this documentary is that he wanted to meet with Michael Jackson's, attorney and he chose Michael Jackson's attorney cuz he was the bigger the biggest entertainer you know in the world and he wanted to learn and so he wanted to meet with Michael Jackson's attorney and Michael Jackson's attorney said to meet with him would cost $25,000 for 1 hour like 25,000 like as a teacher, I I made like 29, my first year as a teacher, I made $29,600, $611 in the first year. And this attorney was like, just to sit with me for an hour. And these, this is years ago. It's going to cost you $25,000. And Master P paid that $25,000 to that attorney. And what the attorney told him was like, you don't really want a record deal. You want a distribution deal. And that distribution deal that Master P signed with Interscope Records changed the whole music game. And as I said, I love hip hop. Um, and I was listening to the Breakfast club the other day, uh, driving into work, and there was this uh, artist named La Russell. and he's like grassroots, and he um, was talking about, you know, his deal. And he's saying, when he's looking, it's like, I know my value. I've done all of this work." And so this is what I'm looking for. I say all of that to say, in this 100th episode, it has been a journey that and a ride that I'm enjoying and I'm still on it. I know that I just have to do it. So I have to you know, leap out on faith sometimes. I have to stay consistent. I have to give myself grace. And I have to take lessons from all over. These are things that we tell our students as teachers, and this journey has forced me to put them in practice. And so no matter what your entrepreneurial endeavor will be or whatever project you want to start out on, next, you just have to think, keep those things in mind. Just do it, stay consistent, give yourself some grace, and be willing to learn from wherever, right? There are lessons in everything that you do and you may fail. Um, And I don't think it's a total failure. Part of the reasons that I don't, or I didn't, I don't check the numbers, I guess, except once a year when we get to these, you know, milestone episodes is I wanted to do this without thinking about, am I good enough? And thinking about the outside feedback from other people around it. I do this. I love doing it. When I do the end of the year, fourth quarter wrap up, I'll get more into kind of some actual numbers in the business mindset. But I just wanted to take this time to acknowledge that, yay, I've recorded a 100th episode. And it's a huge milestone. I don't know. I think this episode is the celebration. I don't even know like, if I'm going to go out and celebrate anything, but I'm really excited that I've made it to this milestone. And I encourage anyone who's thinking about starting something new, especially as an educator, as your side hustle, I think give yourself the goal of starting it like by You know, I I hate to say like January 1st, like because you are like, oh, New Year's resolutions, all that stuff. But like set a deadline for yourself to say, like, I'm going to start. I'm going to put myself out here on this new endeavor by this date. And wherever you are in the process by the date that you set, just do it. Don't let what they say perfection be the death of done. Right, because you're so worried about getting it perfect that you never get it done. So, definitely take these three, these four points in in mind, and 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 get on it. So, just do it. Stay consistent. Give yourself grace. Learn from others. And if you wanted to know the action step that you could take, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. Just do it. So thank you for listening to the 100th episode of Staying in the Black. Thanks for all of your support. If this is a podcast that you like and that you think will be helpful to someone else, make sure that you share it. Um, It's on all the major podcasting platforms, including um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and a whole bunch of other ones. So thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking to you next week on the 101 episode of Staying in the Black. So remember, stay in the Black. Stay in the Black. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at StayingInTheBLK.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at StayingInTheBLK. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when.